Hey friend, I'm Robin May and a few of the professional hats that I wear includes being a transformational speaker, a life coach, and a licensed therapist. And personally, well, I'm a wife, a mommy to three girls, and a pastor's wife, just to name a few. Girl, I'm over here doing all the things while trying to stay in shape and keep my skin clear. But the truth is, I don't want to be known for being busy. I think that's a scheme that somebody set up. No, I want to be known for living a life that is in perfect alignment with what God intended. And I want to help you do the same. So it's with that in mind, I'd like to welcome you right here to Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Over here, we're creating a safe space to have real conversations with real women on real topics. This is a judgment-free zone where we can be vulnerable and honest and curious about our lives so that we can elevate not just what we do, but who we are. So if any of that resonates with you, again, welcome to our safe space. This is Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Can I tell you, this is the final episode of season one of Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Y'all, I have so enjoyed this first season of diving into the purpose and the process of what it means to elevate not just what you do, but who you are. It has been such a blast to spend this time with you, honey. Y'all have been DMing me on Instagram, which y'all know I love. You have been hitting me up and just letting me know how the podcast is helping you. And you know, here's the deal. The work I do is not considered the, um, what, what am I trying to say? Like it, it is often challenging because it requires you to really slow your life down and look at you. And you have been doing that. And I'm so proud of you. And listen, if this is your first time coming to the podcast, it's all good, honey. You have 24 episodes before this for you to binge and really dive in. Listen, it would do my heart such joy. And I might need to just create it. If you had an intentional conversations journal where you just, I'm going, I'm going to create it. I have said that one time too many, I am going to create an intentional conversations journal because I really want you to take notes and spend some time unpacking the principles that are being shared throughout the podcast. And today is no different. So if this is your first time here, will you go ahead and hit subscribe? If you're following on YouTube, please, 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 we are super close to our goal. Can you subscribe to the channel? Can you send it to your friends and just say, honey, subscribe to the channel? Can you share the podcast? Can you let folks know that this is the place that you come to elevate, not just what you do, but who you are? So let me tell you how we are ending the series. As you know, I say it all the time, I'm committed to helping you elevate, not just what you do, but who you are. But overall, the overarching goal for the work I do is to help you live life. And life stands for living intentionally, fully engaged. I am committed to helping you live life. So today I am going to share with you six things that every woman needs to release if she's going to live life, if she's going to live intentionally, fully engaged. I'm going to share with you six things we have to commit to letting go of releasing, of not holding on to. I'm going to share with you those six things. But just in case you happen to catch the podcast, actually on the day it is released, if you catch this on Monday, let me think, it's going to be Monday the 29th. 
I believe. Let me make sure. The 27th, Monday, the 27th. If you're catching this, it is not too late for you to take advantage of our 20% off holiday sale in the Live Life store. You can get your hoodies, your t-shirts, your sweatshirts. Everything is 20% off. Just go to robinmayonline.com slash gear robinmayonline.com slash gear there is no code necessary girl just put your items in the cart and get your 20 percent off honey buy you a life be life and but god hoodie buy you a happy is my best accessory t-shirt buy your best friend a live life um t-shirt sweatshirt or hoodie whichever one you want to bless her with go ahead and support the store go to robinmayonline.com slash gear all right so over the course of our time together during season one, girl, we have talked about so much. Let's do a quick little recap of everything we talked about. We started the series looking at motherhood, martyr, and mental health. And we really unpacked what it means to navigate motherhood. We talked about your relationship with your mother. I made it a point to tell you that one of the ways you can begin to heal your relationship with your mother is to see your mother as a woman. Sometimes we only see them in the role of mom, but when you begin to see her as a woman with her own fears, her own insecurities, her own challenges, her own joys, what makes her happy, you can begin to recognize, wait a minute, it may have been some ways that she showed up that I didn't necessarily like. It may have even been painful, but when you can begin to see her as a woman, it can begin to help you heal that dynamic. We even talked about not losing you, what it means to rebrand you, discovering the brand of you, even as you are navigating motherhood. Then we talked about attachment style. We all have an attachment style. Make sure you go to robinmayonline.com slash podcast. Scroll down to the resources tab. Look for episode five because there there is an attachment style quiz. So I want you to know your attachment style. We talked about releasing mom guilt. All of that went down during the first six episodes. Then episode seven, girl, we talked about what it means to be a people pleaser and why you are a people pleaser. We dove into that. We, told, we talked about accountability, why it's so important for you to have accountability. We talked about what it means to really pause and pay attention to your life. Then I had my girl here and we talked about her book, Unplanned Perfection. Those two episodes were really, really impactful. Then we talked about what it means to be happy. What is happiness? We talked about friendship. We went into a friendship series. I told about how I got dumped by a friend. My sister came on and we talked about friendship with her. And then we talked about what it means to do your work, how you do your work. We hear that terminology all the time. You got to do your work. You got to do your work. But what in the world does that mean? We talked about why, again, you need to pause. We talked about having a blind spot and we talked about emotional intelligence. Honey, we have talked about so much. But as we end this series, I wanted to end with you having something to reflect on. Now, again, depending on when you are listening to this, you may be listening to this as you are binging the podcast, honey, you may be listening to this and we might already be on season three. But right now at the point of this podcast being recorded, we're wrapping up. We just finished Thanksgiving and we're heading into the Christmas holiday. Then you go into the new year. And so for those of you who are listening to it real time, this is really a powerful opportunity for you to reflect on the previous 11 months. 
and even the previous 12 months and really begin to look at what went right, what didn't go so good, what do you want to do different as you begin to prayerfully plan for 2024. Now, again, if you're listening to this at another time, not live when we are recording this, that's okay. Because these six things that every woman needs to let go of, they're going to still apply. It just is a super special opportunity when you are wrapping up one year going into another. So I really want you to take these six things you need to let go. I really want you to take it to heart. As you know, I often tell you, I'm not just telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I'm helping people navigate real time in their real life. And these six areas are the things that I see consistently tripping me up or consistently tripping up the women in my life and the women that I'm supporting through counseling and coaching. And I want to say this, this is the way I use these type of lists or these type of challenges. I use it like this. I look at all six. And I see where I have some strength. Which of these are not an area of struggle for me? Which of these do I kind of have together? And I try to find the people who are not strong in the areas that I'm strong. And so then we can help each other because I'm not, I may not be strong in this particular area, but I got a friend who can help me in that area. And the very area that she is strong in, she can help me in. And so that's what I want you to do. I want you to listen to all six of these. And I want you to identify who in my life could really help me with this while I'm helping them in the area that they need to be helped. Is that good? All right, so let's dive in. The first, I'm giving you the six things that every woman must release in 2024, in 2025, whatever year you're listening to this, the six things every woman needs to release if she wants to live intentionally, fully engaged, if she wants to stop living passively, if she wants to stop letting life just happen to her, but make life happen. Here are the six things. The first one, are you ready for this? The first one is negative self-talk. Did you know that researchers say, researchers say, <laughs> did you know that researchers say, you should say that three times, that's a, a tongue twister. But did you know that research shows that we all struggle again with negative self-talk? We all have an internal dialogue, the messaging that we are saying to ourselves about ourselves and about our situation. Some researchers have found that 90% of our internal dialogue, 90% of our self-talk is negative. Listen, often people are telling me what everybody else is saying about them, what everybody else is saying to them. And I'm often challenging people to say, but what are you saying about you? What is your worldview? Listen, we have statements that we say just in, in everyday language and talk that we probably need to challenge ourselves, assumptions that we've made or um, covenants that we make or conclusions we come to. We'll say things like, if it ain't one thing, it's another. Well, honey, that's speaking that over your life or something will happen. You'll say, see, I knew. I knew that was going to happen to me, honey. That's speaking negativity over your life. And so if you want to live intentionally, fully engaged, you must decide that you are going to stop the negative self-talk because that negative self-talk is going to keep you from your destiny. You want to make sure that you are speaking life over yourself. Listen, the Bible says that life and death are in the power of the tongue. And so, so many times you are just 
speaking death over your life, over your situation without even thinking about it. And so number one, I want you to release negative self-talk. So that might mean that you have to capture your negative self-talk. You know, one of the things that back in the day therapists would tell people to do is when they were trying to break a habit, they would tell them to put a rubber band on one arm. And when they find themselves wanting to do whatever that habit is, to, to move the rubber band to the other arm. It's just a behavioral strategy to help you shift your behavior. I want you to do something similar to that. I want you to pay attention to what you are saying and I want you to document over the course of 24 hours. I want you just to document how often you say something negative about you, about your situation or about someone else. I want you to document it. You may be surprised. The second thing I want you to do is changing this pattern may be difficult. So at first, you may just have to replace the negative self-talk. So I want you to come up with a mantra, a scripture, or a quote. It can be something someone else said, or it can be something you come up with that speaks life, even if you've said something negative. So whenever you've said something negative about yourself, about your situation, or about someone else, I want you to reverse it. So for example, if you say something like, See, I just, I know I'm not going to be able to do that. It's just too much for me. I want you to say very quickly, I refuse to speak death over my situation. I will speak life. Or you can say, um, um, God has given me the power to do everything that he has called me to do. I can do all things. I want you to say something positive to replace it. So number one, for 24 hours, I want you just to document how often you say something negative about yourself. Just keep a document so that you can see black and white how often you do it and then i want you to learn to replace the negative self-talk with something positive so that was number one the first thing every woman's going to have to release is that negative self-talk honey i could go on and on about that but i'm gonna keep going here's the second one and this is one of the ones that's so important if you're going to live intentionally fully engaged you're going to have to stop the blame game Listen, sis, when it all boils down to it, the buck stops with you. And I want you to learn how to acknowledge what you do not like about your life. Call it out. Say what it is. So and this is not negative self-talk. This is keeping it real. Identify what you're not liking in your life and start to create a plan or a strategy on how you can shift it. I talk often about the life course, but that's what we're doing in the life course. We're creating your life guide, G-U-I-D-E your life guide, helping you identify what winning looks like in your life, helping you identify what you want your relationships to look like, what you want your health to look like, what you want your finances to look like. I want you to create a strategy so that you can create the life you want. But so often we're blaming everybody else and everything else for what's going on in our world. And when you play the victim, everybody's out to get me. Everybody is doing it to me. That lets us know you are seeing life through a filter of a victim, the filter of blame. Now, don't get me wrong, honey. Can I go ahead and validate this for you? Can I go ahead and give you what you need me to give you? Some folks are tripping. They did it, girl. They did it. They said it. They tripped out. We're not taking away what others have done that really has caused harm to you. Let me say that again. I am not negating 
what others have done that has caused harm, that has hurt you, that has even broken you, that has devastated you, that has broken your heart. I am not taking away any of that. Listen, when our children are struggling, it breaks our heart. If our marriage is not um, in alignment, it breaks our heart. If our money is funny, it can be so overwhelming. I know all of that. We're not negating. This is not toxic positivity. Let me say it again. This is not toxic positivity. Let me tell you something. I am a, annoyed with toxic positivity. This is not, oh, everything's fine. Everything's great. Oh, no, that's not it. But it is just saying, okay, yes, I have been hurt. I have been upset. I have been um, devastated. But I am not going to blame everything and everybody else for all things in my life. I'm going to take responsibility for me. So that's the second thing. We are going to release the blame game. Now, I'm often curious if people who often project blame onto others, if they realize it, you may not even realize that that is a habit that you have. That's why I want you to find somebody that you trust and ask them. So girl, do you feel like I kind of shift the blame or that I don't take personal responsibility or how do I do with taking personal responsibility? Because some of you are taking, let me just pause here. Some of you are taking too much responsibility, honey. You're taking responsibility for stuff that's not your stuff because your friend may tell you that. But I want you to invite somebody into your life to tell you the truth. Ask them, Am I? do, I, do you feel like I'm a person who takes personal responsibility for how I show up? Or do I tend to cast blame or push it out on somebody else? Now, you want to ask somebody that you trust, somebody that has your best interest, somebody that you know loves you. That's the person I want you to ask. And if you ask them, if they don't ask for the feedback back, if they don't, if they don't say, well, tell me about me, that ain't the time to tell them about themselves. Well, girl, you do. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. No, ma'am, Sam. You are just asking them to give you feedback about you. Let's move on to number three. So the first one is negative self-talk. The second one is the blame game. This is a hard one. Oh, child. I don't even want to say this one, (laughs) but here we go. The third thing we're going to have to let go if we want to live life, if we want to live intentionally, fully engaged. So the truth is you don't have to let any of these go. But if you want to truly live life, if you want to live intentionally, fully engaged, the third thing you've got to let go is fear and worry, fear and worry. Girl, sometimes you have to have a come to Jesus with yourself. Sometimes you got to draw the line in the sand and say, once and for all, I'm just going to decide to trust. Listen, it doesn't mean that the feeling of fear won't arise. Can I, can I normalize that for you? The feeling of fear probably is going to arise. That's not the issue. This is kind of how I like to describe it. I've told y'all time and time again, ain't nobody ever going to come over my house again. Because I've told y'all over and over again, if somebody rings my doorbell and I was not expecting them, honey, I am not inviting them into the house. (laughs) But you know, just because somebody rings your doorbell doesn't mean they get to come in the house. And it's the same thing with our emotions and our feelings or even our negative self-talk. Just because it rings the doorbell doesn't mean you got to bring it in let it have a seat, offer it coffee or tea and sit and meditate on it. So when you begin to feel the feeling of fear 
that is normal. Your body may react and it may be worth being afraid, whatever the situation is. But then you get to decide what you're going to do with that feeling. Are you going to embrace it or are you going to cast it and allow God to bring you peace? And it is easier said than done. That's why it's necessary. When we say it's easier said than done, of course it is, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't need to be done. It needs to be done. And so we have to decide once and for all that we're going to release fear and worry. We are going to cast our cares on Christ because he cares for us. We're going to trust y'all once and for all that he is going to take care of us. We're going to believe that no matter what we face, we will be able to navigate through it. And so if you know, like your girl, like your girl right here. If you know that's one of the ones that's going to be hard for you, you got to get some people around in your life who are going to challenge you, who are going to support you, who are going to say, come on, girl, I know it's hard. I know it's challenging, but I'm praying they're going to push you through. You know, I love the scripture where it talks about how the friends saw that they needed to bring their friend to Jesus. The friend was on a mat, sick, paralyzed. They took their friend to Jesus. And when they realized they couldn't get through the front door, baby, they climbed up on the roof and they lowered their friend down to Jesus. And the Bible says, because of their faith, you are healed. You want to have some their faith friends in your life because of their faith. I want you to assess the friends in your circle. Are they the kind of friends that are going to bring you before Jesus? And so if this is a hard one for you, you got to find the people who are going to bring you before Jesus and lay you at the feet of Jesus and cover you in prayer. I got those people in my life and I'm grateful. So number one, we're going to release negative self-talk. Number two, the blame game. Number three, fear and worry. We have three more. Now, remember, these are the things that are going to help you live your life with intention instead of passively, instead of just letting life happen. These are the things that are going to help you fully engage in life. Stop sitting in the back row. Stop sitting behind the curtain. It's time for you to come to your rightful place at the center of the stage of your life. And so hear me when I give you these six Things. These are not things I just heard of. These are the things that I see continuously tripping up women. And I'm like, oh my God, sis, I need you to let go of the blame game. Girl, the way you talk to yourself is keeping you stuck. You are crippled with fear and worry. That's what's stopping you. And so here's number four, crippling connections, crippling connections. Let me tell you this. The people that are closest to you are having the greatest impact on you, whether you like it or not. I love the um, example or, or to, to personify this. Is that the word? To personify this by this example. Do y'all remember the movie? It's a Denzel Washington movie. And he sings, time is on my side. Time is on my side. Yes, it is. Something like that. And he sings it. And every time he gets around somebody, they walk away and they're singing the song as well. It's just picking up person to person to person. Well, that is an example of how the relationships around you are impacting you because you don't even realize it, but you're picking up their mannerisms and you're picking up the way they say things and you're picking up their mindset. My husband has preached a message called um, a vision of growth for your family. And he talks about 
um, how we all have the family that we were born to, then we also have the family that we choose. And the people that you choose to spend your time with should be the people who are helping you walk in purpose and walk in destiny, who are having your back and you're having theirs because the people you spend the most time with, sis, are impacting you. I had a situation that occurred and I'm gonna try to keep this very high level because I don't wanna give any indication of what I mean or who I was with. Um, I had a situation that I was around someone and this person was kind of a mean girl kind of personality, just kind of a mean girl. And she was making a lot of commentary about people around. And y'all, that is so not who I am. I'm so not a mean. As a matter of fact, the idea of hurting somebody's feelings, I, I, it's a problem. I get too worried about hurting people's feelings. Now, I have some other issues. This just don't happen. <laughs> so let's be clear. I got other issues. This just doesn't happen to be one of mine, right? I can, I can give you a list of the things I do need to work on that could be frustrating to the people around me. But mean girl is just not my personality. But I found myself kind of giggling, like laughing at the commentary. I wasn't saying it, but it was an uncomfortable laugh. Like <laughs> it was uncomfortable. This is not somebody that's a friend of mine in any uh, stretch of imagination. But I just felt myself observing myself in that moment. And I didn't like how I showed up. I didn't redirect the conversation. I didn't speak up and i so did not like that now listen i'm just being transparent i don't need y'all's judgment because i could come no i'm just kidding <laughs> but i did not like how i behaved in that moment and it just reminded me of how important it is the people that are around you because i could have easily began to pick up on that and start behaving in the same way you know there was a research that i saw one time that said you earn within 20% of the people you spend the most time with. That's how important your relationships are. Your connections can either break you or make you. Again, your connections could either break you or make you. And so you wanna be intentional that you are surrounding yourself with people who are committed to living their lives intentionally, fully engaged, who are committed to living their lives in a way that honors God. You want to surround yourself with people who are going to push you and not paralyze you, who are going to support you and not sabotage you. But let's keep it clear. You got to be able to do the same. This should be a mutually beneficial relationship. We talked about friendship during one of our series. This is a mutually beneficial relationship. You want to make sure that you are getting, giving as much as you are getting. All right, so we've gone through four. Here is the fifth one. Girl, lean in, lean in, sis. If you're watching this on video, lean in. And y'all know I'm always wanting you to leave a comment. I want you to comment and say, Robin, I leaned in. I leaned in. This is so important, girl. I'm leaning in. If you're listening to the podcast and you're not looking, DM me on Instagram and say, girl, I leaned in, lean in. The fifth thing I need you to release, I need you to release the lack of self-care. Let me give it to you again. I want you to release the lack of self-care. Honey, you are not going to get a prize for the woman who cares for herself the least. You are not gonna get a prize for the woman who puts everybody 
over herself. There is nothing honorable about being the martyr at all times. There's nothing honorable about never caring for yourself, y'all. That is such an unhealthy pattern. I need you to stop the lack of self-care. And I really want to take it deeper because I actually encourage more soul care than self-care. So let's say that we're going to stop the lack of soul care. Refusing to create space for your own soul is not honorable. I want you to understand that there is no reward for exhaustion and overwhelm. I'm going to tell it to you again. There is no award for exhaustion and overwhelm. Listen, you will work yourself to death and people will um, come to the service. They will get up and say kind words about you. And then they are going to go on about their life. You have got to live the life that God has called for you to live. And that is not going to happen if you're not caring for your soul. And I wanted to make it clear that there is a distinction between self-care and soul care, but both of them are important. Self-care often is getting your hair done, getting your nails done, honey, maybe getting you a massage. All of that is important. When my daughters were little <laughs> and they would get their hair done and baby, they would be so cute. I would tell them when somebody speaks to you, say, uh-uh, uh-uh, I'm just too cute. I know that was horrible. They never did it. They never did it. That was horrible. But you know, you feel different when your hair is done. You walk a little bit differently when your hair is done. So self-care is important. But some of us have limited our uh, paying attention to ourselves just about self-care. But you got to care for your soul. You have to create space for your soul to rest. Even me saying it, sis, I know it hit hard for you. You got to create space whew, for your soul to rest. All right, here is the last one. Here's the last one. The last thing we are going to let go of. Ooh, I can't believe I haven't done a podcast on this. I need to do a podcast on this next season. The sixth thing we're going to let go of is perfectionism. Perfection perfectionism. Listen, the road to perfection is paved with disappointment and self-sabotage. Listen, when you have an expectation of perfection on yourself, it cripples you. It cripples those around you. You are doing a disservice to yourself when you try to live some perfect version of you. Do you know that people are actually attracted to realness? People are actually drawn to vulnerability. People actually want to see real people with real experiences. That's why on the podcast, I talk about this is real women with real life situations. People want real and it is exhausting to keep up a image of perfection that isn't real anyway. Often you are confusing operating it with excellence with perfection. And I want you to shift that perspective. I want you to give yourself permission to not have to have it all together all the time. I want you to give yourself permission to just be the flawed, beautiful, amazing version of you. That's what we want. All right, sis, as we end this 
series or not this series as we end this season of intentional conversations with robin may and friends that's what i want you to think about over the next several next several weeks i want you to ponder this i want you to identify which one of these is an area of growth for you negative self-talk the blame game fear and worry crippling connections a lack of soul care or a need to be perfect which one of these trips you up the most who in your life can support you so that you can become free of these hindrances who can you support which one of these do you do very well listen i'm not just saying this i want y'all to dm me or comment on youtube which of these six do you knock out the park and which of these six are an area of growth for you i really really want to hear from you and again i hope our entire first season of intentional conversations with robin may and friends has been a blessing to you listen i want to hear from you what do you want me to cover next year or next season rather what do you want me to cover in season two i'm playing around with doing a series on dating i want to talk about finances i want to talk about marriage i want to talk about health but honey if there's something that you are like no robin you gotta cover this you know i have been contemplating maybe visiting some pop culture, not necessarily pop culture, just things that are happening in everyday society and giving my perspective on it prayerfully and elevated perspective on it. But I just wanna hear from you. What do you want us to focus on? This is our community. And remember, very soon you're gonna be hearing about the opportunity to invest in the brand new way I am offering the life course. And it is going to be very critical for those of you who are super busy. It's bite-sized breakthroughs for busy women. Stay tuned to learn more about that. Y'all, I'm going to miss you until our next season starts. We're going to start in about a month. I'm going to give a little bit of few teasers between now and the start of the next series, just so that we can stay connected just a bit, but make sure that you have subscribed to the channel. Make sure you share with your friends. And it has been my honor to bring you season one of Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Until next time, take care. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Listen, I am committed to helping you live life and life stands for living intentionally fully engaged. I am committed to helping you elevate not just what you do, but who you are. I am in the trenches with you, sis. And I know that this podcast is just one way that we can connect, but there is another way. I have created a course called the Life Course. And the Life Course is an opportunity for you on your own time, at your own pace, to get a PhD in you. If you are interested in learning more about the Life Course, just head on over to youcanlivelife.com. Youcanlivelife.com. Click the link for the life course. I truly believe it is the shift you've been looking for. Until next time, sis, I'll see you soon.